tipped out, loose ball, bodies crashing. White ends up with an open three and nails it, and the Spurs take the lead. Wow. My goodness. Are you serious? What a crazy play. Not a night of crazy play. Warriors lose tonight to the Spurs, 112-107. Golden State now 19-4. Spurs won four in a row. They're 8-13. And And as we mentioned during the broadcast, they feel pretty good about themselves right now. And they should. Uh, Rough fourth quarter, 19-13 for the Warriors. In that quarter, from the three-point line, the Warriors were 1 of 12. Then, of course, they took about two or three desperation ones there at the end. Spurs were 1 of 9 from three. Overall, in the fourth quarter, Spurs shot 25%, 4 of 16, and the Warriors were 8 of 25 for 32%. So kind of an ugly fourth quarter ends up with the Spurs winning it. And, Tom, you know, didn't you think that once the Warriors retook the lead that, okay, that's it, now they're going to they're gonna get a stop, get another bucket, expand the lead, and we talk about how they snatched a victory away from defeat. But Yeah, normally I would, but this game had a goofy feel to it all the way through. And, I, I mean... They take the lead, and Keldon Johnson goes to the free throw line, and they're up three at that point. And you're like, okay, you're looking pretty good. Got to stop here. You know, still have the lead. Makes first free throw. Clanks a second free throw off the backboard. Ricochets off the rim. Gets tipped out, and there's White, who hadn't hit a three all quarter and drills a three. And all of a sudden, you went from up three to down one. They're only three they made yeah. all quarter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. went from sure. up three to down one. Heading back, and then at that point, I thought you thought, okay, here we go. It just it, look, they got off to a really slow start, and I think last night did take it out of them. Yeah, uh, a little bit. They were. I mean, how many, you know, plays where if a guy steps to the ball, comes to the ball, they he get, it's a successful pass. Instead, they don't. It's a turnover. How many, you know. Loose balls did the Spurs get early on? How many layups did the Spurs get in the first half? Um, yeah, they were a step slow tonight. And, yep. you know, there, there's 82 of these for a reason. Uh, because you're going to have, you know, a couple nights where things just don't work. And this was one of them. Yeah, they so. give the Spurs credit. I mean, they took it to them early. And they, they ran their offense. They ended up shooting. Even though they had a horrible fourth quarter they shot 47.7% so 48% so a, a nice night for them uh threes they cooled off a little bit 12 for 35 but I thought they just played a really nice game uh and, and you expect that from pop you expect that from from a Spurs team but give the Warriors credit they dug in they competed and defensively they really bared their fangs there in the fourth quarter it's just offensively they couldn't get it going either they only tallied 19 in the fourth quarter, so just a just kind of a weird, weird game. They happen, and it's not surprising. Now, Raymond Ritter, our PR man extraordinaire. In fact, his title I'm sure is more than that at this point. He's probably vice president, vice of, president something. of something, 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 yeah, something. Yeah, vice president. He, he, he's he's like a head honcho now. Uh, <laughs> told me before the game because I asked him on back to back home and home back to backs, what's the home team's record? Because I had a sneaky suspicion they weren't as good as you think they might be. Well, coming into the night, they were 21-21, and 21, which is pretty surprising, knowing that the home team's probably favored in most of those games, expected to win. So that would put them at 21-22 and 22 with this game. How'd the uh, Bulls game end up? Did the Bulls end up beating the, the Nets? You'll have to stay tuned and listen in just a couple of minutes Dang for all it. the scores on the Kaiser Permanente <laughs> scoreboard. Okay, well, that'll put it either <laughs> back to 500 or not. 
Okay, I know, but I'm, I'm not going to tell anybody. Uh, uh, the Bulls won. Okay, so there you go. Yep. The, tonight, yeah, Brooklyn was playing a yep. back-to-home and home-back-to-back. They lose to the Bulls. So now, so the bottom line is don't schedule home back-to-back. Exactly. Tell the league, yeah. you don't want yeah. any of those. Yeah. I don't want exactly. any of those. Keep me away from those. But you know, but it's funny because you think, oh, that's easier. You're not traveling. I remember the worst back-to-back in the Western Conference was always West Coast Denver. Oh, the <laughs> terrible still is. <laughs> it still is. still is. That's the worst one. It's like you know, you you, uh, you would fly, you would get there at at uh, you know whatever time, three in the morning. Takes you forty five minutes to get to the hotel. So now it's like four or five in the morning, and yep. you got to play at altitude the next day, and you're losing hours. Yeah, uh, yeah, and you lose. It's, an hour. it's yeah. brutal. It's, it's just absolutely the worst. brutal. So, so I don't know what the deal is. I don't know, and I wonder how the breakdown would go. So if it's twenty one and twenty three, that's surprising. Uh, home teams under 500. I wonder how it would go, like, if you won the first night. Do you tend to lose more the second night? Or if you lose the first night, do you tend to rebound and, like, say, hey, we can't lose both of these? I'd be curious to see how that might break down, too. I, You know, I, I, my, my guess this is an absolute guess. I haven't looked at any uh, data on this. But my guess is that you would lose the second one. Because I think it's hard to win two in a row at home. You know, just simply because of, you know, what if you had a, yeah. a tough game the night before like the Warriors had last night? Even though they won by double figures, that was a tough game. Mm-hmm. It took a lot out of them. It was an emotional game. And, you know, tonight you could just tell when they got on the floor tonight, there was no gas there for a while. No. no no, no pilot light was on. So, Well, Steve could tell them as much as he wants to. Hey, this is going to be a well-coached team. They're not going to beat themselves. Players have a tendency to look at records and go 7-13, and 13, eh. We should handle these guys. You know, let's go out there and take care of business. But you're not really, you don't have the same juice that you had the night before because you're on edge. When you play the Suns, you just got beat by the Suns, by the way. So they're now they're coming to your building, and you know that if you don't play well and you are not on top of all your all your game, that you're going to lose that one. This one you probably don't feel the same way. Eh, we beat the Suns. We beat these guys. They're only 7-13. and 13. Well, they'd won three in a row. Now make it four in a row. You know, it's funny. You look at San Antonio, and they're they're well-coached. They're really, from being a team in the mix for the Western Conference playoffs, they're really, they're really like a star away. You know, they've got, they've got role players. Mm-hmm. They've got guys that you can, you know, Jakob Pertl, hey, he's a serviceable center. He's, he's yep. a little old school, but he blocks shots. Yep. He sets screens. You can work with that. You got DeJounte Murray. He's a good player. Uh, I think Lonnie Walker has a role in the league. Uh, you know Doug McDermott. We know what he can do. Keldon Johnson's a good player. I think they, if you added a star player to that team, then I think you might have something. Yeah. No. No doubt about it. I don't know how they'd go about getting one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if they had one, there's no doubt because they have a bunch of guys. Uh, Murray's probably as close to it as it comes. He's not a star, but he fills up a stat sheet uh, tonight. What did he have tonight? Twenty three, twelve, and seven. That's pretty good. <laughs> Over rebounds for a point guard. That's yeah. not. That's Maybe not they bad. have a star player. Maybe yeah. they do. I don't any, know. Def- any defense. Yeah. I yeah. mean, any defense. He gets he's after long. you. Uh, yeah, he's very long. So it it it's just like you you face pops team. You know, again, they're not going to beat themselves most nights. You're going to have to go out there and beat them. But oh well, take the night off. I'm sure they'll be off tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Get some rest and uh, fire it back up Monday. So. Any thoughts? What uh, you're you're going to go back home tonight? And watch a little college football. I am. I got some stuff that uh, I recorded. I'm going to go back home and watch it, and then we got uh, tomorrow probably decorate the tree. 
Ooh, you got be, your tree already? Be, yeah, we're pretty early with the tree. I figure. Okay. I, might, I, I you know, I may have to go out and get it th- th- tomorrow because, from what I heard, it's pretty slim pickings out there. Yeah, yeah it wasn't terrible. Uh, they had about half of what they had. I go to a little nursery there in Alameda, uh, but I always like to get maximum, uh, maximum Christmas out of the tree, <laughs> out of the lights. I'm the guy that doesn't take it down until January second. Uh, I don't take it down right after Christmas. I don't put it up the, the second week. Now, you do risk drying the tree out if you keep it that long. Yeah. And I, I, I tell I tell people in my neighborhood, Christmas look, vacation at the yeah, Tolberts. I tell them, look, even if you're next door, don't smoke. <laughs> I don't even use my stove the last week, just in case. <laughs> that Boil is, that outside. Oh, man. That thing's dry as an overcooked oh. turkey. It, it's it's. It's not well, good. See, growing up in New England, you had the low ceilings, right? Because you wanted to trap the heat. You, know, mm-hmm. you, know, you don't want all your heating money going up out the window. So, yep. so you had the low ceiling. So what I thought was a big tree as a kid really was like a six-footer, seven-footer tops, right? So when I got the entryway in my house, okay, we're going. We're, we're, <laughs> you get the big hall. Oh, nice. We used to. We used to. I don't anymore. I don't want to get up the ladder that high anymore. But uh but, yeah, we used to have these monster trees, and they would just, like, you know, scrape the ceiling. Here we go. <laughs> you <know? laughs> so you had the low ceilings growing up. You probably, yeah. th- you probably thought you were a big man. I did. I was a, I was a He's like, hey, what's going on? Why is everybody bigger up. than me? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, walking through my house going, hey, but I'm, like, got to be seven feet tall. But, you know, it's so funny because you're, you're, as a kid, your memory's different than when you come back as an adult. I remember walking yeah. to my parents' house going, oh, wow, that's yeah. a low ceiling. <laughs> uh, now, do you do all the lights and everything? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. I do the lights. Uh, I have been given the uh, the uh, been giving the thumbs down on the inflatables the last couple of years. So, oh, they're right. Uh, you know, <laughs> How do you it. like those? We've never done inflatables. Um, it, was, it was great when the kids were little. Yeah. They loved them. Yeah. You know, they thought that was really cool, and they would go out and, you know, when they had their little phones, they'd take pictures with them and stuff like that. But um, Thumbs down. Yeah, no, thumbs no, down. No, that, more, no more. No more inflatable. No more. Yeah, try to, get, try to get the Snoopy on the Sopwith Camel one. You know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh I, we man. used to we used to be we used to be really outrageous. I mean, walkway lights, the whole bit. Yeah, know. we still we still kind of do that. I mean, I love lights and I love putting them up. Uh, uh, we have like golden white lights. Although I like I like the Christmas lights, like the all the different colors. Right. Except for who puts blue and orange? Why why, why is where is Denver Bronco colors in the in the yeah, Christmas yeah, package? Yeah. We're not uh, we're not all... celebrating Coach Kubiak here. <laughs> I, had, I, had to, I had to spend half an hour taking out all the blue and orange ones. Oh. You know, get out of my Christmas. So you know? this is a true story. My friend uh, Corey, who who is a real good friend of, of mine and, and a great guy, and. He was living in Seattle, and one night he noticed he turned his lights off, right? He was going to fix a bulb or something yep. like that, and his neighbor's lights went off. Turns the light back on, neighbor's lights go back what? on. He goes, what the? <laughs> the neighbor had run a line over to him. No. <laughs> he was still- he was stealing the electricity from his house for his lights. I couldn't believe that when I heard that. That is incredible. Oh, oh man. Merry Christmas. Yeah. You know. They go knock on his door and go, uh, hey, neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, neighbor. Yeah. Here's your invoice. <laughs> yeah, my dad always oh. had to keep a, a, a pair of needle-nose pliers around uh, oh. sitting on the uh, dresser or, or on the uh, – uh, under the mailbox, we had a little ledge under the mailbox, and he'd keep it out there. And you'd say, "Why?" And I'd say, "Well, because if I ever shot a wayward jump shot and busted a light, 
it would just stick in there. And you had to get the needle nose pliers to like oh, yeah. take it out. Yeah, you, you cut have your to. hand yeah. trying oh, to get it no out. Way. So that. we always had about 10, 10 spare lights because my dad would be sitting in there. And it, if you ever heard it pop in December, oh, that and, means I hit that light. And the old lights. busted it. Yeah, old, oh. like the big glass ones, they would heat yeah. up. And you would grab one of those things. That's going to leave a mark. You know, it's like, oh. oh. Those were huge. Yeah, when those things fell, it was like, you could hear it throughout the neighborhood. I love. I, I oh. do. I love Christmas. So my favorite time of the year to watch watch sporting events on TV because all the lights are out, Christmas trees on, yeah, fireplaces oh, on, yeah. yep, and I can just sit there for hours. And in fact, I do sit there for hours and watch. Uh, if you're on the road, the Astro Blue Bonnet Bowl. It, no more Blue Bonnet Bowl, Tim. <laughs> you're showing your age. The Cherry Bowl, <laughs> the Mizlou Network. <laughs> I used to love the Blue Bonnet Bowl. Howard David. The Pool and Weed Eater Bowl. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're the best. Yep. The best. <laughs> yeah. Is Penn State going to a bowl this year? I, they not, should. I don't know what you're talking about. Penn State will go to a bowl. <laughs> totally yeah, they're going to go to a bowl. Absolutely. <laughs> now, Arizona, that's a different story. Oh. They're, they're really need they're to. Go- they're going to need to expand the field. I, I think they're Lose going to Iowa by two, yeah. Michigan by five. Oof. You're think, still going to a bowl, or I think the Wildcats are going to the Tom Tolbert Cover Bowl. Oh, <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're absolutely not going to the Tom Tolbert Cover Bowl. Couldn't even, oh. co- couldn't even cover against ASU. Man. Oh. And the only win they got, the team was COVID-ravaged. That's right. Cow. Hey, you know, the best best ability is availability, Tom. <laughs> hey, I'll take him where I can get him. <laughs> I'll take him where I can get him. Because yeah. that big O would have looked horrible. The one doesn't look yeah. good. It yeah. looks a lot better than O, I'll tell you that. I, I've always been amazed that U of A and ASU didn't have better football programs. Figure what, a, what places to recruit, you know? Yeah. You've got great weather, you know? You're not, you're going to walk to school in shorts and flip-flops, and, you know, if you're a quarterback, you got the thin air. There you go. I thought you were going to say you could walk to dirt bags and shorts and flip-flops, <laughs> and it's fantastic. <laughs> Dirt bags, for those who don't know, is a little bit off campus bar in yes, Tucson. Yes, great bar. So, and Fantastic. it's been there since you're there. It's it was, still yeah. There. We, it's I know. Still we, there. yeah, we used to go there back when. Uh, in fact, it was right across the street from the dorms we stayed at. I blamed you, by the way. My daughter, when she was there as an undergrad, went there because she heard you and Steve talking about it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's so. happy she did. She she Sat- did. It's a bucket list for U of A kids. I guess, satisfied so. Wildcat customer. All right. All right. Well, enjoy your Sunday. We'll see you, you here too. Monday. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. You know what? You know, you look at Orlando and their record's not that good, but they're, they're, they've got some young talent there. I'm, I really want to see in person. We haven't really seen much of Bo Bamba this year, and yep. and uh, and Cole Anthony looks like he's having a real nice year for for the Magic. So I'm, yep. I'm curious to see how they do. So. Well, I saw him play earlier this year. And, Suggs and, and Wagner and Wagner. And, yep. Yeah, Wagner yep. can play a little bit. Franz yeah. Wagner. So they're they're a team that you know what? They're young enough. They're talented enough. They'll come in, and if you sleep on them, they're going to push you. And then again, when you get to the last six minutes of an NBA game and it's close, you never know at that point because then all you got to do is be better for six minutes. You don't got to be better for for an entire game. But I would imagine after this one and a day off, the Warriors are going to be ready to go and focus on Monday. Sounds good. I will see you. Have a good Sunday, Tim. All right, man. That's Tom Tolbert. I'm Tim Roy.